This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 94 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino. Glad to have you here today, everyone. We are going to be having a great talk about setting goals today, uh, but more specifically, how to set goals when we are constantly faced with distractions. Our distractions can be more telling to us than we might think, and uh, we will explore that today indeed. So, without further ado, here is today's question. Hi, Greg. Love the podcast. My question is, how do you set and achieve goals long-term, short-term, weekly, and daily when you feel scatterbrained and distracted with everything going on in the world? I feel like I never have enough time in the day and can't seem to get items off of my to-do list done. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Good question. I appreciate you sending this one in. It is so true uh, that the world's many distractions are slowly but surely preventing a lot of us from even setting goals, let alone living through them. So I think uh, there are two things here that are important to address, one being the setting of goals and another being how you are spending your time right now and what it says about the goals in question. And I think it's probably best to start with how you're spending your time right now. So you say that your distractions have become so extensive that not only are they preventing you from checking items off of your to-do list, but they are also preventing you from setting goals to work towards. I think you need to take a hard look in the mirror and ask yourself a few things. The first question to ask would be, what are my distractions? And this is an important question to start with because not all distractions are bad, believe it or not. Many of them are, but some of them can be very illuminating. You have to identify what the distractions are and what they mean to you, because what they mean to you will ultimately be a window to your goals, okay? Let's break this down by uh, using social media as a popular example of distraction. Say you are spending three hours a day on social media. A lot of people are, and for a lot of those people, it's a waste of time of epic proportions. How do you know this? If you're spending most of the time scrolling, uh, taking selfies with your lunches from Denny's, and arguing with people about things that you are completely uneducated in, it's generally a waste of life, right? If, however, you find yourself spending your time on Facebook watching endless videos of whales and uh, checking out the pages of like cool whale conservation groups, then it's not about Facebook. It's about whales. and. What's easy to deem as a distraction is, in reality, something that's pointing you towards a passion. So, as you look into the things that are distracting you, what are they? And what meaning, if any, do they have? If you can correctly identify them as being meaningless wastes of your time, then you're only shooting yourself in the foot, and you're the one developing these distractions from something 
I don't know enough about you to identify. Uh, it's not the world that's preventing you from developing goals in this case. It would be you. And that's okay. You know, we've all been there. We lean on distractions, so we don't have to confront the unpleasant things or the things that we're uncertain of. It's totally normal. It's not healthy, uh, and it's something we should all seek to change, but it's not uncommon. And changing it isn't really that hard, luckily. Uh, you, you simply enforce restrictions on yourself and your distractions, and don't indulge in them as much. Doing that is kind of a different discussion, and we don't want to go too off course here, but if you fall into this category, feel free to send in another question about that specifically, or maybe check out one of our many episodes on habits. Um, I just mentioned it recently, but episode one in particular is great for habits. Meanwhile, while you are flushing out the useless distractions, the question remains, yes, uh, what are the distractions you actually found meaning in, aka whatever your version of Facebook whales is? Uh, these are the types of things that you should be setting goals around. Much of the reason a lot of us fail to efficiently set and hit goals is because we base them around the wrong things. And this could very well be the case with you. So say you want to be a lawyer, okay? It's a tough path, and there are a lot of stops or goals along the way. It's really tough to study for the bar when you're only doing it because your parents want you to do it, and you can't help but to daydream about your whales all day long. So a part of successfully setting and hitting goals of any length is to make sure you're setting goals based on things that actually mean something to you, okay? Things that make you feel good about who you are. Because at the end of the day, the best goals are really more about the types of people we want to be rather than the statuses we want to achieve. So once you've made yourself certain of what's meaningful enough for you to set your goals on and determine the type of person you want to be, then I say dream big and act small. Uh, typically, I would advise those who choose to set goals for themselves to start thinking long-term and by thinking fantastical and then dialing it in more and more. Uh, so try coming up with a vision of your life in five years. Start with that. Spend a while on this too, maybe 20 concentrated minutes or so. And really fine-tune it and think about it in great detail. It can be whatever you want, and it doesn't have to be realistic necessarily. This part is just for getting in touch with desire. Once you've done that, then consider what you want your life to look like in one year and try to make it a little bit more realistic. Again, dial it in. After creating the five-year vision, you'll probably start to recognize some steps you can start taking towards who you want to be in one year. You also might find yourself redefining what is and isn't realistic, and hopefully stretching past some of the boundaries you might have perceived before. The more you can start with ideas and fantasy, the more the wheels start turning and you give yourself a space to think creatively about taking action in your life. From the one-year vision, you then keep dialing it back uh, to be sooner and sooner and more and more realistic, all the while adhering to the ideas set forth in the five-year vision. So what little things can you do today? What very small steps can you take in the right direction today? You need not overwhelm yourself by trying to make humongous changes all at once, but you can incorporate very small steps in the right direction with the time you've hopefully cleared for yourself that used to be occupied by useless distractions. 
even if you're having a hard time shaking some of them, I'm talking about starting so small that you can do them alongside things you're currently doing. If you want to be a power lifter uh, in five years, then be the type of person who does squats while brushing their teeth and push-ups during commercial breaks on TV. If you can take small action on things that mean something to you, which can be done around any schedule, you start proving to yourself that you're the type of person who does these things, not just someone who dreams about them. And that's huge. The pride drawn from this helps you gain momentum, build upon these actions, and have less natural inclination to distract yourself with meaningless things anyway. And again, a wonderful question. Thank you so much to the girl who sent this one in. Uh, I hope I was able to help a little bit, and I know the idea of setting goals and working towards them can seem like a lot, but again, if you can start with small, itty-bitty, bite-sized chunks, committing to that is the hardest part. And once you're doing it, it's easier for momentum to build. So, good luck to you. Uh, Everyone else, go ahead and send any questions of your own into us by email. You can send them to our email address, which is advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys there, and I can't wait to be back with you guys for the next episode. So until then, everybody, thanks for tuning in.